So how many chicks have you impressed by your flying skills? <laughs> so like. Well, that that is after the podcast we'll discuss this. <laughs> so see, uh, there are two routes you can take when you're starting to fly. One is to fly as a hobby, and uh, the second way is to fly commercial. Atara me, you get a driving license. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, <laughs> I'm not sure if I am the youngest pilot. I that's why I mentioned one of the youngest. There was a point where I could fly an aircraft, but I couldn't uh, drive a car. <laughs> like on paper, on paper, your life and the life of the occupants is on you, and it is your call at the end yep. of the day. That is the role of the pilot. So you are flying that every day, and if you have a halt in Delhi or Bangalore or wherever you are having, what are you going to do? <laughs> like you are going to visit yeah. that maybe two three times a week. How are you going to enjoy that? <laughs> it's it's not going to be a fun experience. Shivan afterwards but i just have a very short announcement to make before this podcast starts ladies and gentlemen this is my uh, this is sagar and i'm your pilot for today's podcast <laughs> on behalf of shivan and the entire crew welcome on board air in, this is indigo's flight non stop from chennai to jaipur uh, our flight will be of 2 and a half hours and we'll be flying at an altitude of x meters at a ground speed of y miles per hour At this time, make sure your seat backs and tray tables are in their full upright position, and that your seat belt is correctly fastened. Also, your portable electronic devices must be set to airplane mode. Until an announcement is made upon arrival, thank you. Also, uh, flight attendants, cabin crew, please prepare for gate departure. Doors are on automatic cross check and report. Thank you. So, by like, just tell me how did I do this? Like, tell rate my performance out of one, one to ten. um i'll be a little harsh but i think uh, abhi abhi 6 maybe 6 6 six. <laughs> works for you uh was it bad though uh <laughs> not bad not bad okay kitna time practice kiya hai can you do kya practice kiya main padke bol raha hu to be honest acha okay so you can do this in your own style do you have an announcement before you make a departure uh generally we don't really need to have that but uh, generally what we say is if you're talking to the tar what we say is uh, lined up runway 26 that is juhu and ready for immediate departure got it that's how got we do it so yeah. basically you just talk to the atc you talk to the atc yeah and uh, make sure the passengers are <laughs> good at the back in case like friends or whoever are at the back yeah that's about it yeah yeah Got it. So uh, I'll just give a brief intro of Shivan. So he basically is a guy who just uh, you know walks out of his college and goes uh, <laughs> to fly a plane near Juhu. So he's basically flying planes for leisure, and he loves doing that. And uh, I'll be talking to him how uh, you know, and I'm very jealous of the fact that you know he just walks out of the college and all the chicks are crazy about where <laughs> Shivan going, and everyone wants to be in that Cessna 172 which he's flying uh, these days. So uh Shivan welcome to the podcast like I'm welcoming you too many times but then <laughs> let's just dive straight into it. Yeah. So like the first question is that uh dude you like fly Cessnas 172 and you do that after your college right? Yeah that's Can correct. Can I tell people about how do you do that? Like what's the context on that? Okay. Uh so, let's give some context. Yeah. Okay. So I started flying uh at the age of 16 uh, which is uh, after, right after 10th standard. and uh, the basic idea was ki uh, the first time i sat my dad is also a pilot so i sat with him in the cockpit and it was that addiction which got to me 
of uh, flying along with him so that is how it all started uh, and then i couldn't get my hands of the control so i was like uh, i started doing it i was attending pace junior science college so which is je prep along with this and at the same time i actually got into weight training also so it was basically those two years were juggling all of these and uh, it uh, it started off as a hobby it still is rather but uh, it's one of the best things so like whenever i get a weekend so suppose today today's plan was to fly to alibag and back but the weather wasn't too supportive so yeah, yeah that was a problem so uh, <laughs> we couldn't do that unfortunately but we flew local and back so whenever i get time during the weekends i put aside everything like agar kuch bhi ho i was going to tell you ki nahi aaj nahi karna aaj i want to fly <laughs> that is what i rather told you and uh, <laughs> and uh, the plan was for today to fly to alibag and back or rather murud you know where murud is no it's near bombay right like obviously it's near bombay yeah uh, it is so it is you know alibag right Alibag I know basically you need to take a ferry and go to Alibag. Yeah so uh, Alibag takes us like maybe 15 minutes to fly to. So this is Murud mm-hmm. so this is like about 25 miles south of uh, Alibag. Got it. Yeah. So it. so yeah so that is how I got into it and uh, to start flying rather. So I started at 16 completed uh, mm-hmm. the age for I will actually we'll run through all of this PPL CPL but the I completed my requirement at age of 17 and uh, yeah here I am. <laughs> yeah. Fuck dude like I'm too jealous of you. The first call I had uh so when I heard that you know you you are flying at a age you you were flying at the age of 16 I was too jealous dude like I was in my what 12th standard or 10th standard preparing for IIT JEE and you were fucking flying over Alibag and you know Murud and whatever. Like you you had the license to fly etc. So I'm like just uh, saying this that I am too jealous of. Have <laughs> you mentioned that too many times already? Huh? Huh? You mentioned that too many times already. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so the thing yeah, is yeah. that like I'll mention this a couple of times in the podcast because this podcast is about uh, how much I'm jealous of Shivan <laughs> uh, flying at a very young age, yeah. and this is basically <laughs> the basically today's podcast about. Yeah. So. uh dude like uh, a very serious question okay so okay. Th- this question has been like hovering over my mind since uh, like the time we spoke so how many chicks have you impressed by a flight <laughs> so like well that that is after the podcast we'll discuss this <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but dude yeah. that's bad as right you are just walking out of your college with uh, the key of cessna 172 and all the chicks are going crazy how many <laughs> no so so the thing is okay so i'll run people through this also because the thing is huh. flying how people think like are they have a, like a good amount of money they make and so easy like they just go plane chalu kiya and you're in the air so it is not like that especially in india i would say abroad uh, okay. it could be kind of <laughs> that way but in india uh, is example think of driving in india in the chaotic traffic there's a cow on the road suppose <laughs> so same way in uh, india uh, flying is also the same thing so there's too much traffic it is very unorganized and chaotic but that's kind of the fun of it so so uh, initially rather while you're flying there is nothing in your mind except maybe just how learning how to do it correctly and to fly and survive <laughs> 
we were not even like rather jokes apart still basically to build our see the most toughest part rather to do this for any pilot rather i would say is you have to do it consistently like uh, the, the, even the instructors don't expect you to be like the perfect landing i'm getting out of 10 you get like three perfect landings three terrible landings i've spoken to a lot of instructors about this you need consistency every landing has to be good enough it has to be good enough to land it doesn't need to be perfect so to maintain that over a long period of time is what is required actually that a lot of people don't figure out maybe yeah hmm. so uh so like let's just you know since it's the beginning of podcast i'm sure a lot of people you know watch it for the entertainment aspect hmm. of it and when uh, we were talking the last time you told me that there are some quirky things which you found <laughs> in an aircraft right yeah 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 so let's just get into the more serious questions of this podcast so the next question is what is that lady you have to do <laughs> you have to tell the listeners okay okay so uh... So this is actually when I was discussing with Sagar and we were uh, figuring out rather ki uh, like the things like I was thinking of about questions to give to Sagar because Sagar gave me this beautiful list of questions. <laughs> so 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 the, <laughs> so I was like uh, I think we need to have another discussion to go through what questions is given me. So out of that when I was thinking about it I I figured ki there's a lot of things like people know about flying you can google most of the things. but something we thought we'll do something yeah. different or a little quirky so we realized was ki uh, imagine if you're in an aircraft and you're flying for Rudy, maybe like 3 hours 4 hours not, Rudy, i have to take this on you you realized not me yeah 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 no so i did i knew about it but most people are rather students won't know about it uh, but like 3 or 4 hours if you're flying for or like a good amount of time and where do you go if you have to take a leak yeah. okay so there is something called a little john <laughs> so and it's basically a piss bottle okay sagar found this very fascinating for some reason <laughs> if he had the liberty he would have made the whole podcast about it <laughs> but uh, so <laughs> so so the little john uh, is for guys it's basically a piss bottle it is uncomfortable i have never used it and i plan not to but uh, it is basically you would hmm. like you can't you you can't have the urge to piss and you want to land because you want to piss <laughs> you, you have you to can't, you can yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Huh>? so, <laughs> you can't you can't so but the thing is uh, it is uncomfortable imagine sitting in a cockpit two guys okay the cabin is 44 huh? inches wide okay and uh, you all are basically sitting about 6 inches apart shoulder to shoulder not in that much rather in most cockpits Uh, so you sitting like really close to gana in a cessna and there is no washroom for uh, you so you are pissing next to a guy yeah. who is like six <laughs> inches next to you i don't know how that works and yeah. how it was practical but what yeah. coming to what you were talking about the lady j adapter that is an adapter for females and i think most people could figure it out or google it <laughs> how do it is Yeah. But yeah, like there's a website which sells this off, right? Can you also yeah, mention yeah. that website? And before you do that, mm-hmm. I just want to tell people what Cessna is because Cessna is what Shivan flies, and anyone who wants to train to become a pilot, that's the plane which uh, be, like pilots fly when they are on their training period. So Cessna yeah. is this very full small aircraft, and uh, just just visualize a small white aircraft which you know you have seen in movies which uh, is flown by. a two which can be flown by two people and there's space hmm. of like four people in right yeah. 
So basically, it's like a private car. A lot of people in the US have private aircraft, which are mostly Cessnas. Cessnas are the most widely used training aircraft in the world. So they're using them since the 1960s or maybe late 50s, if I'm not wrong. And uh, most produced aircraft has like a ton of records to its name. And uh, I think we discussed this earlier also. Crazy records, like the endurance record set on a Cessna. Is even I cannot believe how it was set. And I, I wouldn't even want to get close to it because that makes me feel like I might have to use the little John, which I am not willing to. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, yeah, so the record was, uh, as far as I know, about 64 days. Fuck it, dude. Like, I was, I was like telling people to pause this video here and then guess the record time in the comment section so that, you know, it spikes and it gives them more sus. Um, it, it's okay. Anyway. Um, I'll give you Sagar's guess though. Sagar, I think guessed uh, what you guessed twelve hours. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone is going to guess it. Whoever is going to get it, even close, is going to Google it and try to get it. Because there's no chance. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed it. It was sixty-four days, if I'm not yeah, wrong, and yeah. twenty-two hours, something like that. It's it's crazy basically. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. The Cessnas very popular, simple aircrafts. Uh, to fly to trainer so any pilot you see commercial pilot he has started flying on a trainer aircraft built uh, approximately 180 to 200 hours and then uh, done his type rating join an airline Mm -hmm. correct so uh, just giving some context to the listeners what uh, endurance flights are so basically Mm -hmm. uh, people try to fly the Cessnas or any aircraft basically for the longest time ever so hmm. the record for that which Shivan mentioned is 64 days and 22 hours. So basically hmm. there was a guy who flew Cessna 122 for 64 days and 22 hours. Obviously that's that's not like the plane got off the ground and flew for 64 days because that's hmm. not possible. Yeah. The plane got on the ground and then it went back again and there were two pilots operating that. And this happened for 64 days and 22 hours. Dude like hmm. they didn't took a bath or something. <laughs> there, there are a lot of technicalities which I don't know about how they figured out i mean think about it there are too many other things also apart from having a bath and basically living in an aircraft two guys switching and yeah. flying and basically they refueled also as far as i know is while they were rolling yeah so like they landed they were rolling they refueled while rolling and then they took off again yeah. so they did not stop for 64 yeah. days yeah, yeah, and they're basically using the same little John like multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and uh, the, the exactly, and uh, just to give you context, I have seen or rather myself experienced it. I have seen uh, that forty-five minutes, like initially a student, they fly for forty-five minutes, one hour, you're exhausted. Okay, and um, as far as I know, I consider myself an athlete, so. I can maybe huh? like cycle for hours to a stretch, like go running. I, I play more, a lot of sports, but to do that, like one hour, one and a half hour, you're drained, completely drained. And initially at least. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it is exhausting. So them doing it for 64 days, I cannot imagine what went to their Very head. exhausting. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, so dude, like they're flying for 64 days, 22 hours, right? Hmm. Um, so there has to be a bare minimum level on which they fly because you also told me in the last call that if you you know fly over a certain height you there mm-hmm. are chances of hypoxia and the oxygen levels might decrease. so let's say like in a regular case mm-hmm. the, that might not happen but then uh, like at a certain height the oxygen levels definitely reduce 
ऑक्सीजन so they must have right. figured that how out how they had to do it so you don't need to fly that high and what flying we do also right. like general flying what i'm talking about what training flights happen we generally do not cross yeah. rather our aircrafts also don't cross more than 8 10000 feet hmm correct like 14000 feet is where uh, so so basically the entire scenario is that if you go above 14000 feet you will basically uh, lose all your senses and th- that's a very dangerous situation no so and स्मोकरबडी be fine at 14000 feet 15000 feet also for like an x amount of time like an hour or two hours or three hours yeah so yeah. it depends yeah. on person to person and uh, yeah but the air gets thinner got it yeah. got it <clears throat> so like moving on to the next question so i also you also mentioned that there is mid air refueling uh, which happens when you know uh, there is a very heavy aircraft so let's say trump's aircraft flies off and yeah. like to not to not like break to not have breaks in between there is a yeah. small okay. aircraft which carries fuel and basically hmm. refueling happens better so yeah. like just visualize it for all the listeners you can visualize that need for speed scene where you know yeah. that uh, there are two cars there is a big jeep in which they are carrying all the oil and there's uh, there's a camaro which is you know yeah, 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 exactly yeah, yeah, yeah you know is hmm. very fast and uh, there in that big jeep comes in the camaro slows down and the big jeep transfers its fuel into this camaro so that it doesn't lose on time and this is what happens mid air also that's and correct this, yeah. and you told me this like how does this happen this is very this was very stimulating for me i couldn't mm. think of that scenario and i wanted you to come in and tell us ki how how does that process happen okay so basically uh, there are two ways it is done but uh, i'll just give a rough idea so i need you can google it and check it out but the rough idea yeah. is there is something called a boom okay so basically a long tube there are two aircraft okay so one is the aircraft getting refueled and one is the tanker or like a very big aircraft which holds that fuel capacity which can refuel the other aircraft so there is a boom and there is a boom mm-hmm. operator who will correct uh, basically he has to control the boom in such a way ki he can matlab uh, mm-hmm. he has to refuel the aircraft so it's a pretty complicated if you get into it deep and we are also not like really trained or supposed to know this but uh, actually i am pretty sure there are a few action movies which have shown this i have a recollection of it but uh, basically he mid air the both the aircraft have to fly in formation so formation flight is when two like you must have seen suppose blue angels or like uh, many air force planes they fly together so that is called in formation 
so so formation they have to fly in match your speed match your height and then uh, the mm. boom operator will op- uh, refuel the other aircraft mid air while in yeah. flight so yeah. this is basically done if uh, the aircraft requires like more range so you can or many times when there's a lot of high payload so suppose uh, there is a basic weight there's a basic weight which you can take off at okay so they can if they are taking in uh, whatever arms and ammunition or whatever they are carrying on board uh, on the aircraft so they can carry more of that take off at a lighter weight so they can climb faster and then once they are cruising they will get refueled so they get a crazy amount of range got it got it got it yeah got it so basically like they they just go up defuel and come back because they can't sustain in the air for a longer run because the fuel is already passed on to the bigger aircraft yeah exactly so basically let's say uh, there there are two points a and d right hmm. and this guy flies from a point and has to reach the d point there's something between b and c point from where the small aircraft will fly off come to that refuel it and land on let's say c point yeah right hmm exactly got it Exactly. Good. So, uh, they, they, like every time we used to, like you know, so when we were traveling to college, there was a joke amongst us that you know, do uh, planes have keys like cars? And we used to, you know, imitate the same things which happen in a car with a plane. So, we used to say that the pilot, uh, pilot, ko bol ki, matlab, wo Maruti ki khidkiya aati thi na, jaise jaise, matlab, just roll it and you know, uh, we want to. you experience the atmosphere and just uh, open the windows and we want to do that like hmm. how much similarity does a car and a plane have like okay. this is a very new question i'm sorry for that but like i genuinely i'm very interested okay. in car or plane mein kya kya similarity yeah, yeah yeah i have actually got this question before but yeah so a plane does have uh, keys i will uh, say that the plane does have keys uh, and uh, the window ka thing window ka thing actually depends a lot on your speed what you're flying at but Uh, a Cessna, you can open your uh, window at any speed. So, like at really? any speed possible. Yeah. So, our VNE, which is never exceed, uh, is about one sixty three nautical miles. Okay. So, at till one sixty three, you can open your window. So, basically, at any speed, you can open your window in flight. And there's a very funny incident related to this. Didn't happen with me, but I heard another pilot tell me this. There was uh, he was flying with somebody, another friend or whoever. and uh, they were excited your first time in this small aircraft they were excited to take a picture okay of something so they opened the door and the next thing <laughs> you know phone ud gaya uska window ke bahar oh so because you're just so fast so he must have put his phone out which is a very stupid thing to do and it must have just flown off you yeah. can't hold it it's too fast it's like how you're going at on the highway at maybe 100 150 kilometers an hour rather not 150 100 kilometers or 80 kilometers an hour and you put your uh, hand out of the window something like that but yeah, this is yeah. at maybe 200 plus 250 kilometers an hour wo phone gaya uska bhai gaya gaya iphone gaya <laughs> like did yeah. you find the phone and you get the picture no no you mad or kidhar you flying at suppose 2 3000 feet kidhar milne wala hai it's crazy 2 3000 feet is like a Explore 200 story building like for context yeah. if you are counting Correct, correct. Excuse me for my lame questions, dude. Like I'm just gonna have a, yeah. a podcast which is filled up of lame questions related to aviation. Yeah. So, uh, 
there's another question which i have uh, dude like let's say i have to become a pilot at this particular age right yeah how does someone do that because a lot of listeners might as well you know so when i was talking to you, you told me that anyone can get a license in a particular amount of time and they just have to pay like 5 lakhs uh, 5 lakh rupees and they can fly for leisure they okay. can do it for domestic uh, like they can't do it for uh, commercial planes but then do, mm. they can do it for pleasure okay also you mm. told me that uh, there's uh, this you can just take a flight from do fly to alibag and come back and everyone can do it on a saturday and sunday you can grab lunch there and you can come back how does someone do that like what's the process of getting there okay so see uh, there are two routes you can take when you are starting to fly one is to fly as a hobby uh and mm. trust me that is i think if i mean if you have a set career that is the way to go and uh, the second way is to fly commercial uh, okay so mm. flying uh, is very interesting like if you are considering it as a hobby it is a very interesting thing so what mm. you are doing is is a ppl but the difference between a ppl and cpl is you cannot fly for higher reward or remuneration basically mm. you cannot take a job right. on the basis of a ppl Whereas a CPL, mm. you can take a job. That's the basic difference. So the advantage of PPL is of you can fly to X, uh, whatever place you want to go to. So may to be you can fly to take your friends along, take your family along, whoever you want to go with. Basically, like a driver's license where you go from uh, wherever you want to, like drive your car and go. You have to be that adventurous to do that. But yeah, so that is one option to do your PPL is a very simple procedure. You have ground classes only on Saturdays and Sundays for three months. and uh, oh. you have to do totally 40 hours of flying hmm. and then after that is up to you so i know a lot of ppl holders who fly on the weekends have built like crazy amount of like maybe 5 600 700 hours just for fun and, and so 40 uh, hours is for training and then you can fly as much as you want then basically, basically yeah so basically <laughs> then you build experience uh, and then you can technically after doing that also you can give your cpl and get it done So that is the way to do it, sir. Uh, that is how I went about it also. Go do your PPL first because the age limit for uh, starting is 16. So you can do your PPL first, and then you can give your CPL. Mm-hmm. So you can start earlier. Good, but like, this is weird, right? Sorry, this is very weird because like 18 में you get a driving license. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were a few <laughs> people telling me that there was a point where I could fly an aircraft, but I couldn't uh, drive a car. <laughs> like on paper you're on like paper you are all that uh, huh? you are all bad as walking out of the college and you know you basically have to call a uber or ola to go to that aircraft and fly that yes that's you correct on paper i had to do that this is nice dude and then that guy also uh, you know drops his phone out of the plane like too many weird things <laughs> at the age of 16 Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shivan, like, do you ha- uh, have you flown anything else apart from Cessna one seventy two? Okay, so I have flown and I have got my solo on the Cessna one seventy two. There are a few variations of that aircraft. Okay, so I have got that. Like, suppose example, you know BMW. So BMWs have their regular five series and a M five, if you may. Okay, so same way, there is Cessna one seventy two. Call it as an M series. So I have flown that, which is. Crazy powerful and a lot of fun to fly. It's like a regular Cessna. Is actually, if you go to see on paper, it is one sixty to one eighty horsepower, depending on the model, which is actually sounds really low. And this one is a two hundred and ten horsepower Cessna. So that is another variation. I've flown a Cessna one seventy two. Other aircrafts I've flown a Cessna one fifty two A. 
सो दैट इज एन एक्रोबैट सो यू कैन डू मनूवर्स एंड स्टंट्स ऑन दैट एयरक्राफ्ट टेक्निकली बट आई आई वुड ट्रस्ट दैट सो इट्स इट्स अ वेरी ओल्ड एयरक्राफ्ट नाउ so what what are the kind of stunts you can do on that uh, you can do you can technically do a barrel roll on it and uh, a right. loop on it you flip you basically flip the aircraft yeah so you could do a barrel loop uh, barrel roll you can do a loop you could do a shindel you can do a lazy eight you could do uh, yeah i mean the basics rather you could do it on that i wouldn't trust that aircraft but <laughs> Uh, I, I, you could do that on it, and uh, then I've flown. I rather I, I don't have the endorsement as of now, but uh, Cirrus SR twenty two. Then I have flown a DA forty two Diamond. I'm actually getting my endorsement on that, so yeah. <laughs> In my endorsement, like what happens when you get an endorsement for okay. flying that? Okay, so basically each aircraft you fly, you need to give a written huh? exam. on each of them and on then after okay. you clear that you have to do training on that aircraft particular aircraft depending on its weight category other, right? sorry this 40 is a flying which you have no to no do no you don't that need that to do 40 right? so once you have ppl on that you can get multiple aircraft so you don't need to do 40 hours on each oh, aircraft depending on the aircraft and the weight category oh, you have to do very few hours few landings depending on the type so like a 152 is pretty easy to adapt to after flying a 172 So it depends on the aircraft, but nothing close to forty years. Got it. So the process says that you have to get a PPL license, and then you can go for like you basically get a PPL license after forty years of flying yeah. uh, a particular aircraft, which yeah. is the Cessna one seventy two. Yeah, yeah. And then post that you can get get it for any other plane, which is for a shorter duration. Like that time reduces from forty to something else. Oh uh, like, yeah. So basically, it's upgrading a license. So you get different different aircrafts on your license. Yeah. Yeah, got it. So I think people need to adapt to this entire culture of you know flying uh, and flying from Juhu to Alibag. I think mm-hmm. like I I need to sort of you know promote this particular <laughs> part so that you get less flying us since I am very jealous of you. <laughs> so that a lot of people come and you know reserve that particular area. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we need to leisure. Karna hota hai, we go to restaurants, movies, etc. But no yeah. one that you can actually take a plane. Yeah. You can fly that with your family and come back to a particular location again. That's and correct. That's for very cheap. So five flags. Uh, yeah. So your basic training cost. Uh, depending see so your file acts what you're saying is because i'm considering it from bfc which is a non profit organization so their charges are pretty low that way so because of that mm-hmm. but depending on where of flight school you're doing whatever they charge you per hour you can multiply it by your 40 and get the figure so yeah, yeah so that way and um, you so yeah it's pretty simple that way and then there's a uh, like a flying community which i mean is in place Of being built rather for the PPL holders, and I'm touching a lot of those guys. So maybe soon, hopefully, by the time you become a pilot. <laughs> But uh, so basically, uh, there are a lot of people who fly for fun. So you can have a friend. Suppose maybe you are a pilot. So we can make a plan. Chal Sunday ko where do you want to go fly to? So you can just go fly to some place. Maybe land. Maybe eat something there and come back. Mm, so correct. that is maybe the best way to do it. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of people yeah. who are successful in their fields who take this up as a hobby, and then it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and like it's not even costly for a for per flight basis. Like you told me that for an hour, like it mm. costs around twelve thousand rupees. 
so depending on flight school to flight school maybe 12 15000 uh, rupees per hour and uh, in one hour you can travel a good amount of distance so you take like maybe 15 20 minutes to go to alibag so maybe you can go daman takes 45 minutes so you can go pretty far away wherever you want to got it so like how much did you mention again can you come again like one hour ke liye kitna cost hai Uh, 12,000 approximately 12 to 15 depending on your flight school to flight school got it like it depends on the aircraft also uh, yeah depends on the aircraft for sure yeah 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 so a multi would be maybe 2 3 times the cost mm mm-hmm. so yeah then how many people can ideally sit in that in what in the cessna uh, uh in the other aircraft which you mentioned uh so the, uh, most of them are four seaters four or six seaters एयरक्राफ्ट Hmm. So yeah that so okay. abroad like right now we have a lot of people to help us so we have uh, engineers we have some technicians all of them help us out get the aircraft out but abroad many people do it hmm. by themselves all of this depending on where you're flying out of hmm. so okay. and it's very okay. simple so like many of them you call a what do you call like a filler truck abroad and they come they refuel your hmm. aircraft and then you fly to wherever you want okay. go there then maybe you have to refuel again come back So it's pretty simple that. Mm. It's actually it's a whole culture of this uh, general aviation, which uh, the concept hasn't come to India yet. Yeah, correct. And it needs to come. Like people need mm. to experience this part of. Uh, know, yes, uh, partly yes, partly no, because uh, the thing is, uh, abroad how it is, it's actually a very good system, but it's very tough to implement in India. So so many people flying. and flying uh, so casually over here it doesn't work like that so here to where i am flying in juhu is one of the busiest bases so you have your spartan control on one side you have your mumbai you have your vabb or mumbai international airport and your juhu all of these are in like a 5 mile 7 mile radius so it is crazy congested so you have to if you want permission to go from maybe uh, juhu to go to uh, your alibag you to contact mumbai uh-huh. because you're crossing over then from mumbai you contact spartan spartan ke baad then you're free to go so that actually is not the case uh-huh. in most aerodromes it's very casual and uh, in, in the us if you're flying maybe vfr out of maybe they are like airstrips everywhere so you're flying out of that you, you most of them are not even on radio for flying so it's a way more casual uh-huh. not comparable at all so here it is a lot more you have to be attentive lot more pressure people are lot more scared also and they are more precautious over here why do you say so why do you say like like the people are more scared here 
बिकॉज ऑफ द ट्रैफिक आई वुड से बिकॉज ऑफ द ट्रैफिक इट्स इट्स वे टू मच ट्रैफिक इन अ वेरी स्मॉल अमाउंट ऑफ प्लेस लाइक देर इज स्प्रेड आउट एंड देर आर लाइक हंड्रेड ऑफ स्ट्रिप्स इन इंडिया देर आर एन टू मेनी स्ट्रिप्स दैट वे एंड देर वेरी न्यूक्लिएटेड लाइक यूसी जू में एक है देन यूर मुंबई इंटरनेशनल उसके बाजू में है एंड देर इज लॉट ऑफ ट्रैफिक इन बोथ ऑफ दीज they are mumbai international one of the busiest and jew takes care of all the uh, this thing what do you call oil rig and all of their offshore operations correct correct and like jew has very uh, like the runway which is there in jew you told me is very yeah. short for like so so there are a lot of very unsafe uh, it's not unsafe no i wouldn't say that it is too many complications i would mm-hmm. say so it doesn't have a regular okay. circuit pattern so i don't know if you have seen maybe uh, in a what do you call you know circuit pattern right so circuit pattern is where an aircraft takes off we uh, turn left turn left and uh, turn left turn left again so make a full circuit around like a nascar car which mm-hmm. goes like keeps going left like in a loop same way we do that it's called a circuit pattern okay so our circuit pattern is untraditional so it's on the right which is all right it's not a problem and uh, the problem is it's a little broken because of the mumbai international besides so we have to it's not your complete circuit pattern so it's a little shorter and uh, the runway is also a little shorter so it becomes a little more trickier i wouldn't say unsafe it just you have to be careful and it's a little tricky you need a little more practice i would say that is why a lot of people don't fly out of juhu mm-hmm. there are very few uh, singer fixed wing aircraft flying out of juhu it's all mostly helicopter traffic maybe one or two aircraft mm-hmm. flying out of juhu like uh, i wouldn't say it's unsafe mm-hmm. it is shorter so what do you call your cushions what do you call it or like a uh, like a safety ke liye what you have that extra space it is a little lower in the sense ki you have to act a little quicker and if you see ideal scenario the runway uh, like what ideal space you require it's more than enough then they have suppose a 10% cushion maybe us depending i'm not talking on one specific airport 10% cushion uske liye bhi there is place like there is place for that but after that there isn't utna like in the sense the margins are lower hmm. so basically we are talking about the short runways like can you yeah. uh, tell us ki like how does like i'm just saying that indian government needs to do something about it okay like uh, the recent crash yeah so see the thing is the these runways rather in at least the busier huh. cities like suppose you take juhu for an example there is no uh, place rather to extend that runway that is the issue so we are already at like the maximum usable space is being used presently mm-hmm. so um, correct exact so that is a problem so like suppose juhu runway it ends exactly and no matter where it ends juhu beach starts so there is no place mm-hmm. where they can extend that runway and there was a plan which yeah. i think will remain a plan i heard this when i was like maybe 10 years old but the plan was then it mm-hmm. come in the paper also if i'm not wrong there was a plan to extend it over the water which i mean sounds really fascinating but i don't think that is going to happen anytime soon 
So yeah, you told me this is happening for Juhu as well. Like they were planning for Juhu Beach also. Yeah, yeah, for Juhu, ni for Juhu. They'll basically cut a small, uh, you know, road from the beach and then that will extend to the runway. Exactly. So they are planning to make that whole thing a bigger runway. So that I wouldn't mm-hmm. say is viable. The, uh, the runways previously built cannot be extended at this point in time. Uh, the weather is not too mm-hmm. good. Okay, I can mm-hmm. directly tell anybody I want to. Ki nahi, I can't do the flight. Okay, it's all my preference. It's all the pilot's choice. Correct. If I think that this oh, visibility, uh, maybe it's supposed four thousand. I think maybe I can't land at four thousand. It is the pilot's choice. In the sense, if he's not comfortable, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do something like that. Risks maybe two, three hundred people's mm-hmm. uh, life in danger. Correct. And that is for any case. Like you're flying with two people at the back of two hundred people at the back. Your life mm-hmm. and the yeah. p- p- life of the occupants is on you, and it is your call at the end yeah. of the day. That is the role of the pilot. A pilot, if I may, like at least the commander, he takes all the decision. He supervises. Like technically, work-wise, he's not doing a lot of work. Like maybe you will tell your boss, "Ki nahi, ye to kam nahi karta, main isse zada kam karta hu." You might have thought that many times, but it is all his responsibility many times. Mm-hmm. So what he is taking, he is bearing all that responsibility. Anything goes wrong, it's his name. That is what the captain is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you flown through the black clouds? Like, have you been in an air? No, sir. See, if if there is a towering cumulus, okay, so uh, you hmm. we at least have to be away from it, maybe by like about twenty five nautical miles, which is fifty kilometers. We have to hmm. divert just to go around it. So a pilot will never make such a choice to go into something like that. He will choose the best patch to go through while saving with the fuel in consideration, like how much he has and the amount of time. Hmm. He will make the right choice and flying. It depends on our aircraft to aircraft. So if you are comparing for a bigger aircraft, they have a lot of standbys. So the chance of something to go drastically wrong is very minimal, I would say. So uh, if they have right. a standby, suppose we spoke about this G-Shock with an altimeter. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. the altimeter on the G-Shock, uh, we have that. Suppose this one altimeter. Let's say in the aircraft, yes, suppose three separate ones. Okay. So they have one fail, one the other, the other fail, the other, the third one, like that. Okay, they are not relying on one instrument. Uh, whereas in a smaller aircraft, maybe you have only one altimeter. Okay, mm-hmm. but the safe side, uh, rather the good part about these smaller aircrafts is I can land it suppose on a beach in the worst case, like a worst case scenario. Uh, instead of like let's say a major like a mayday call, I will I can land on a beach. Whereas such a big aircraft, heavy aircraft, in the likely case of three or four things failing together. Which is, I mean, very difficult. Uh, if something like that happens, for him to land it safely hmm. is very difficult. Hmm. So yeah, that that is the basic difference. But the chance of imagine so many things failing at once is almost impossible. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. How people join as flying is first thing you do before hmm. you apply in a flying school is you do your medical and you do your police clearance. Okay, so medical medical clearance is like the topmost priority. So you have to be medically fit all the time. And one more myth: what people think is, if I have glasses or specs, I cannot become a pilot. That is not correct. Yeah. yeah. So basically, you can fly with perfect correctable vision. So with glasses, you should have six on six vision, and you have to carry a spare yeah. with you at all times. Yeah. So that is the thing. And uh, as you approach the age, if you're like a single pilot. 
maybe you fly smaller aircraft so after the age of 40 you have to do medical every 6 months generally it's one year every one year for a class 1 medical mm-hmm. yeah Got so it. so basically yeah. you have to be medically fit bmi under 25 and such mm-hmm. got it so that is got a very it. big requirement so like all the pilots are doing medically fit no issues as such which is actually a very good thing because your health stays in check for most of these pilots because of that because their yeah, job yeah, yeah, relies yeah. on it yeah the lifestyle is too good like you can you know yeah. your health is good and you know you are basically on a beach of bali shirtless etc like you can do a lot of stuff sorry so like the so basically i'm saying that uh, like pilots have a good life all in all like they can you know fly to any particular place yeah. and they can go to any destination they can do a lot of things which would happen uh, at that particular place and there's so much to explore right no so to clear up the misconceptions uh, like pilots or rather for even aerostates people think oh we'll travel the world we'll go here there so the thing is ki <laughs> the thing is that isn't right so suppose most of the pilots suppose you work in indigo okay indigo very good airline mm. you are flying suppose most yeah. of the pilots uh, they fly bombay delhi delhi bangalore bangalore mumbai example that is their daily so mm. you are flying that every day mm. and if you have a halt in delhi mm. or bangalore or wherever you are having what are you going to do <laughs> like you are going to visit yeah. that maybe two three times a week uh, how are you going to enjoy that <laughs> it's it's not going to be a fun experience Like how people think that now we'll explore mm. new places. I'll touch my Maldives, Jarao. Tomorrow I'm going to New York. <laughs> It doesn't work like that. This doesn't happen, right? This yeah. So happen. most of these guys just fly locally inside India, and they uh, go from mm. one place to another, Bombay, Delhi, Delhi, whatever, and continues like your flight. Yeah. So it isn't exciting. What I have noticed, yeah. I would say as a positive is these guys, all these skinny boys, when they start joining, they start flying, and they get really mm. uh, jacked when they are uh, maybe few years into it. Because they go, they get to live in good hotels, yeah. okay, and they get good food mm. to eat, and they have yeah. access to a gym, yeah. and that is all they do. <laughs> mm. Lot yeah. of that, <laughs> but that's still a very good life schedule. That that is pretty good, barring the fact that uh, your sleep schedules are really messed up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like you would have a flight at two a.m. Like you have, would have to wake up at two a.m. for the six a.m. flight. Yeah, yeah, like maybe two, three hours before the flight, you have to wake up. So they have a flight at five a.m. That is the worst. So you can't even really sleep. Yeah. Or you can't even. Very <laughs> is messed up. Correct. So yeah, that that is one factor for commercial <laughs> aircrafts, commercial pilots. Yeah. If you would have to explain the cockpit, right? Let's say you have yeah. to explain the uh, the the planes which generally seven three seven, right? Hmm. Or uh, let's say any any other Boeing aircraft's cockpit to a small child, how would you do that? Like how would you divide the modules and do that? Okay, so okay, I'll actually do that. That's a pretty interesting thing. I'll get a photo of cockpit yeah. in front of me, and you can put it up on the screen. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. So this yeah. I'll explain a one seventy two car cockpit, and uh, okay, based on this, you can technically understand any aircraft car cockpit. This is the most basic okay. thing you can find. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Just a second. Yeah. Okay. So see, as you look at the cockpit, you have the most prominent thing, at least from me right now, is uh, you have two control columns. Okay. Uh, two control sticks, control columns, whatever you call it. Okay. So that is used to control the aircraft, and the aircraft has three axes of uh, rotation. So you can pitch it up, pitch down. So which is going up and going down. 
roll left, roll right. Like how we discuss mm-hmm. the barrel rolls. You roll left, you roll right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitch up, pitch down. Uh-huh. Okay, and uh, then you have your left, your right. Okay, so there are three axes of rotation. And uh, so the, so you can do two of them with your uh, control column and your rudder is controlled uh, in your feet. So your brakes and your rudders are together. Hmm. Okay. And uh, yeah. okay, so those are your basics. By the way, I'm not able to see the picture. Like, can you send it to me on WhatsApp or so? Like, I'll be also able to sync in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so how would I stop the aircraft? Like I know how to fly it now. Yeah, like, so stop. Okay, so what I said was your rudder pedals. So you can put up a photo of your rudder uh-huh. pedals also. So basically, like Gadi means okay. accelerator rota hai, vese. accelerator and brake that way. You have two uh-huh. pedals at the bottom and uh, okay. they are used for your rudder and for braking. Got it. Okay. So that is how you brake on the ground. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's actually. Pretty simple. Once you fly, or rather, once you sit in the cockpit, you know the experience you come to know. So a lot of people yeah. actually to do this is a very good concept. A lot of people do joy rides. So you can go there. You can get like an aerial tour. Hmm. So that that is a pretty fun experience around Mumbai or around whatever you're flying over. So okay. you get to experience. Uh, like if the pilot is good enough, he'll tell you. The uh, like if he's rather interested and he's having fun. He will tell you that how each thing mm-hmm. works. Uh, if you are also inquisitive, he'll tell you what, how it yeah. works, what he's doing right now. And basically give you the rest of the tour also of the city. So that's a pretty fun experience. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, this is quite interesting route. Like I, I just want to get out there and get the license. Like if I have a, a time like that, I would definitely, you know, invest. Yeah, in sure. When you're next, uh, next time when you're back in Mumbai, we'll fly. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, we will fly, dude. Like you have to take me in one of the, uh, you know, flights, and I'll basically be taking photos without dropping my phone, in the <laughs> and then I'll learn how to fly. Yeah, yeah. Th- that actually is a must-do experience. I feel like you have to now. Now, once 100%. you're so into it, you will. Uh, once you yeah. fly it, now I give you controls. You will also feel like flying for sure, definitely, like guarantee. Yeah, 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 I would love to do that dude. Like we'll just go to Alibag uh, <laughs> and just chill for a while and then come back. Yeah, yeah, Next yeah. Next time I'm, I'm in Mumbai, I'm just doing this. Like uh, I would, I, I, I need to put this, you know, out there on social media that I flew a plane and without a license. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I would be learning it. So yeah, that's. that's yeah, you'll, you'll go mad. You'll no. love it. You'll be like, chal Mumbai shift karo jata ho. Aja, I'll, we'll fly together. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we will do that, bro. We will definitely do that. Mm. Let's plan that out. Yeah. Yeah, and, you'll have uh, to now. I mean, you're way too invested already. <laughs> I, I'm way too invested. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to, like, I had this particular infatuation with planes at particular point in time, like every kid has, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Fly a plane. So I had that, and once I got to, uh, you know, when I was searching for people who I can have a podcast with, I got to your profile and I was like, first dude, youngest pilot of India, you look at. I went to your profile and talked to you, dude, like from that particular time till now, I'm too invested in this entire process of how to get that PPL that's true you i think you will get invested and by the way i'm pretty i'm not sure if i am the youngest pilot i that's why i mentioned one of the youngest because uh, yeah i yeah. have no clue but i'm pretty sure 
I have more stars at my age, so <laughs> that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the youngest pilot, uh, one of the youngest pilot who has too many, you know, people like who makes a lot of people jealous of his entire process. Uh, that's <laughs> just mentioned that in the link. No, so engineering <laughs> balances are out. You know, so the cool factors cancelled out <laughs> engineering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. True. So you are running in negative presently, though. <laughs> yeah. Correct. That's true. That's true. I'm running way negative. Like, yeah. so like. The day I get the pilot license, right? Hmm. That that is the day when I'll actually get to zero. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's true. It has to balance it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now it's sad. Yeah. Like I engineering many times. I'm like after I'm done with engineering, I'm like ah, I'm done with this. I go flying a little bit. Then I ah, okay, nice. <laughs> then I'm back to normal. Yeah. I need it like once yeah. twice a week. So chahiye. <laughs> I have to fly kind of. Yeah. And dude, like I plan to stay in touch with you and uh, you know we will do that flying together and uh, you know let's stay in touch and i'm i'm glad that you know i meet people like you through linkedin and i am able to call them for podcast yeah yeah like, happy to happy is, to do it man that was fun experience yeah do take like, this is a great experience because i get to learn a lot last time i had I, actually i got most people don't know but i got to learn a lot from you regarding marketing and such Which was actually like I re- I like learning something new. I don't know if you realize, but I'm pretty inquisitive. Like I need to know something. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just asking questions all the Likewise, time. Likewise, dude. Yeah, yeah. Actually, next time I'll flip uh, it off. Now, next time, today I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. I'll bombard you with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Very well. Very well. You need this. Yeah. Thanks a lot for being a part of this, Shivan. Are you? Any time. Exactly. Met in the train. We'll continue to you know. Make some plans around flying, and maybe we fly a plane together. All of that. <laughs> and thanks a lot, brother. Hey, any time, yeah. Next time in Mumbai, just hit me up. We'll uh, go flying sure. in Mumbai now. Next time, I mean, I don't know when, yeah. but Javi bhi aana hai aaja. Abhi I'm free. <laughs> done, bro. Done. Yeah, hundred percent. It's fun experience, though. Thanks, thanks a lot for inviting me to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, likewise, bro. Yeah. Thanks, dude, man. That thanks, bro. Fun. Yeah.